I'm Suzanne. I'm Zoe. We're already <laughs> laughing. <laughs> You're listening to Sex Advice for Seniors, and we're going to talk about UTIs today because I think, well, I think I've got one, and I'm so bored of it, and and I suspect that I've left it like a long time. And of course, I started going down the Google rabbit hole, which then spiraled me into fear around like ending up with sepsis and stuff. And yeah, anyway, it's just, I just feel kind of crap, really. So yeah, UTIs, urinary tract infections. Ever had one? (laughs) Um, I'm not pro, I've, of course I've had um, several you know, um, and to varying degrees, you know, there are several different symptoms, which we could talk about, but yeah, fortunately I'm knocking on wood. Um, it's not something that I'm prone to. And I do have several friends that really suffer with recurring UTIs and it's so miserable. It is. Yeah. Totally miserable. (laughs) So the times that I've had um, a UTI, I get that feeling, of course, like an urgency, like I have to pee. And then I go and I sit down and it's like two drops. Yep. And yep. it burns. Yep. Like well, that's on yeah. fire, right? Yeah. Um, and then if it's really bad enough, then it, after I finish peeing, I get that like, like a pain, almost like a cramp in my yeah. bladder or something. It like sw- like the pain swells and then goes away. Yeah. Yeah, mine's not burning. Mine's like the frequency thing. Just like six times a night, I'll just get up, go to the toilet. It doesn't burn. It's not like cystitis. It's just this constant urge. But this one has come with some additional little bonuses so which is my I've got this kind of dull headache that's been following me around for a while and I've got I had some lower back pain for a while and then now it's kind of moving more frontward somewhere and yeah and it's kind of I mean sometimes it's Sometimes I feel like I have to pee all the time. And then recently it seems to be pass. I don't know if it's passing. I've been drinking huge, huge, huge amounts of water, which is, of course, what they recommend. I think not drinking enough water is definitely a humongous issue just for me. And lots of other people I know just don't drink enough water. I mean, people tell you to drink enough water, but like how many of us really do? Right. Well, well and then I read an article about how the amount of water that we're supposed to drink has been greatly inflated. Oh, really? And that you can actually cause kidney damage by drinking so much. I mean, there's like, you know, people drink a gallon a day or two gallons a day, and it's not, it's supposedly not great for you. No. Well, I mean, I'm definitely not drinking a gallon a day. And the other thing is I, I've i had like incredible fevers and um, woken up two nights in a row, absolutely like soaked in my own sweat and ev- all my bedclothes and everything are just like soaking wet. Um, and I'm kind of dripping with sweat. So 
yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great. But no. yeah. And and apparently all of that fever stuff is is also common. But it's, but I guess the thing about it is that I've recognized is that when you actually, you know, a lot of these things you can walk around with for a while, like people might have chlamydia for ages, right? And not know that they've got it. And they don't right. seem to be like massively impacted by it. But right. if you phone a doctor up and you say to them, oh, I think I might have a UTI. They're like, you need to deal with that because it can escalate. And that's, of course, now that I've gone down the Google hole, of course, I'm worried that I'm going to end up with dementia. And uh, <laughs> and Seth says, and, you know, and like tomorrow I'll be dead in the hospital. So, yeah. yeah. Well, a couple things. Um, sepsis is horrible. I was, here we go. It's very hard for me to talk about, to give like one little piece of my extensive medical history. But I, in 2019, in this December of 2019, I was hospitalized for two weeks with Legionnaire's disease. Oh my God. Yeah. Which, if you don't know what Legionnaire's disease is, it is a bacterial, uh, Legionella is a bacteria that is generally found in, like, bodies of water. Um, And the reason it's named Legionnaire's disease is because the Legionnaires, um, which is like a sort of a fraternity of veterans... They were, for the bicentennial in the United States, they were having, which is uh, 1976, they were having a convention in Philadelphia, and a lot of them sort of um, fell ill and severely ill and died, like many, 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 and many didn't. And so, and sometimes it was roommates one would be 100% healthy and one would be dead wow and it was some like crazy um infection like pneumonia that just killed them and it it progressed super fast and it didn't they couldn't figure out what to treat it with yeah and so um i went to the hospital i thought i had the flu i ended up going to the hospital and they said you're septic and I was like, oh, my God. And they said, okay, we are, like, we're, they hooked hydration up to me immediately. And they're like, that's it. We're admitting you. You have double pneumonia and we're admitting you. Oh, my God. And I was like, I don't even, I wasn't even coughing. It was crazy. I had no idea. I wasn't being stoic. I wasn't, I was like, should I go? I've had a fever for like, I'm on day five of a fever up and down. I should, I should go, shouldn't I? And they were, my husband and my kid was like, yeah, just go, just go. And I'm like, I'm not that sick. And they're like, just go. And so I went to the ER. And I couldn't, I was like stunned. So that's the first thing I just want to say is that it's like, you might be much sicker than you think you are. Like yeah, yeah. If you're running a fever, you need to go. I'm, I'm speaking to everybody. We need to yeah, go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then they said, if you had waited like 24 hours, you might've had 
permanent organ uh, damage. Oh my God. It goes quickly. So that's the other thing. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, I I, want to just give like some facts. So cystitis is a, is, is an irritation. It can be a infection, but it can also be caused by like irritation or inflammation. Um, And then there's UTI, which is what some form of, you know, like there's an array of bacteria that, that can cause that. Um, And then there's something called interstitial cystitis. Oh, I heard of that. No, no, I didn't know about that one. Yeah, it's a much deeper, um, it's an inflammatory disease of the bladder. um, And it is quite painful and it can lead to, it's less common and it can be like very painful. Like there, I have a whole sort of subset of clients that come to me and want to talk about pain painful intercourse. And there's like a, a little group of them, a small percentage for whom that ends up being the diagnosis. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. The mother always refers to honeymoon cystitis. <laughs> like when you have so much sex, it can cause a, and I think, you know, most of us women, right. Are, or people with vulvas are, taught to like pee before sex and pee after sex. Absolutely. And I do try and stick to that. And I think that has, that has saved me many times the the pee before pee after. Um, but I also think, you know, I was, you know, I was reflecting on this with you. Mm. So I was reading like, you know, oral sex can cause UTIs and in particular this person that I, sometimes am with <laughs> enjoys <laughs> the deep probing of my vagina with his tongue right which I suspect he thinks I find really a big turn on but of course all I'm thinking in my head is <laughs> are is this going to lead to a UTI <laughs> because because you're now uh mixing your saliva inside my very delicate vagina and <laughs> I don't think that's going to work very well for my vagina. <laughs> and, 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 you know, depending on their saliva, right? It's just, there's so many things where you just stick something a bit foreign up there and it's like, uh-uh, I don't think so. No. Nope. Well, is it, this, is it your partner's saliva or is it the, is he so up in your business that he's like you know that he's put, putting pressure and friction on your urethra possibly as well possibly that's possible as well yeah possible that could be the case i don't know but i know that like his saliva and my vagina i don't think it's i don't think there's a good match there no <laughs> and, no, and um yeah and then you know there's condoms which generally I think should be okay but then I do wonder with condoms like what stuff's on them that's you know that's being used and all that's mixing with all the juices and stuff that are up there uh, and, and things too and then the final 
consideration. And God, you know, being a woman kind of sucks. I bet everybody's like going, God, you guys have to put up with so much shit. Is that, um, you know, it's it's not as resilient up there as when you're a younger woman and the skin is more delicate and it's much, much easier to contract these things. So, you know, yeah. like I've started using vaginal estrogen, which is really helping, by the way. It's really good. I like it. It's good. Then you Thank got blue, you, you know, and all of that. But that doesn't take away from the fact that the that that area is still very, very delicate. And it doesn't take much to get to to disrupt the harmony that usually <laughs> exists there. Right. Well, when the skin gets more thin and more brittle, um, it, it, you get micro tears, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And, and so, you know, we need to be really careful about all of these things. And recently, like I've gone for years without anything at all. And then most recently, I've just had a whole spate of just, just, this kind of thing, which is just really starting to get boring, not least because I have to keep taking antibiotics and I hate oh. taking antibiotics. So yeah. it's just kind of sucks. <laughs> and yeah, I suspect a lot of older women are like, this is why I don't have sex anymore. <laughs> you yeah. know, and my girlfriend yesterday was like saying she had a hysterectomy and it's really delicate and it's really painful even to have like an internal examination. And so we start and she's doing vaginal estrogen and I started talking to her about this satile lubricant that Joe recommended, which is actually really nice. Um, that's, you know, like it's every time you do something down there, you're like okay, is everything organic? Is everything, you know, because yeah. every time you introduce new things down there, just feels like there's just a possibility that you might end up with something. Introduce new things like yeah. new, like, new sources or lubricant yeah. or a different brand of condom or someone's dick or whatever any non-native entity basically yeah any um, yeah coconut oil i mean you can't use it with condoms but if you oh. are with a partner that were in, for whom you don't need a condom i love coconut oil yeah it's the best yeah, I mean, Sam's view on that was that it's it, depending on how it's stored. If you if air gets to it, it can start getting bacteria inside it, and then you just you need you do need to be careful. So I don't know if you can buy coconut oil in a tube, for instance, but if you're sticking your fingers in a jar, I suppose there is some degree of bacteria and stuff, right? Yeah. So he's putting her hand up there, you know, yeah, like yeah. Me, me, me. I stick yeah, my fingers in the jar and I'm <laughs> sucking and fucking and all kinds of Yeah, stuff. it doesn't, doesn't work with condoms, though, that's for sure. Same with almond yeah. oil. None of it works. No, so, no, no, no oil based lube. No. Okay. 
is it's it dissolves latex and your condom will get a hole in it and then it can you know yeah. create transfer more sperm, bacteria and whatever yeah so yeah, good. yeah but you know the 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 as you said the escalation of a, a UTI and why these things do need to be taken seriously and why hopefully I'll get my results back of my urine sample very shortly um, is because it can progress to worse things. And then, you know, you're not just dealing with a, with a little urinary tract infection, you're dealing with much more serious stuff. And that's, you really don't want that. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not good. It's no. not good. It's very, very, very boring as well. Very boring. And it makes me depressed. In the the United States, we don't use the word boring the same the same way. You guys have a like a colloquialism that we just didn't we're missing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. What did you say? Well, I we might boring is specific to like it's not holding my interest, but okay. I, there's a, there's like it, you know, English people, people in the UK say, um, boring, almost like, like it's anno- like annoying or like I'm yeah, kind of fed up with it. Or like, I got no time for this. Right. You know? Do you say that? I got no time for this. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's very, very true. I do have no time for it. Unfortunately, it feels like it's occupying all my time at the moment. Yeah. And as a result of that, I'm not getting any sleep. It's making me feel quite depressed and just generally unwell. And I am really quite sick of it. Very sick of it. Yeah. Um, so, also, you know, we've got the problem here. I don't know what your, you know, like your health service is like. But here, I thought I will get an emergency appointment at the doctor. So I phoned up at the exact, she said that if you want your emergency appointments, it's at exactly two o'clock. So at, I like set my, my, my phone at exactly two o'clock. I phoned, it was like, you are number two in the queue. I was like, excellent. And then she said, um, oh yeah, the doctor will ring you at 545. And I went, oh. I thought the doctor will like see me, <laughs> but no, we don't get to see a human being anymore. We just get to have a conversation during oh. which we go through all of this kind of stuff. And then she'll say things like, oh, tomorrow morning, why don't you come in and give us a urine sample? And you're thinking, what if I'm dying now? <laughs> I mean, oh my God, what happens now? So I just said, fuck that. And I just... <laughs> My doctor's surgery is five minutes walk up the road. I just literally walked up the road. It was almost dark inside. There was nobody inside. The receptionist was washing the the cups from the day, the mugs. And and I went, hello. Not the the specimen cups. No, no, no. I was like, hello. Can you wash those? (laughs) I said, hello. I'm here to give a urine sample. She's like, Oh, we don't have a form for you yet. And I went, Oh, okay. Do I need a form? And then she said, Oh, well, there is a doctor here. I'll get her, I'll get her to do the form. So I got her to, so she gave me the bag as if she was expecting me to go away. And I was like, 
at the toilet. And she went, oh, you want to do this now? I thought, when else would I want to do this? And I could see, I could see that the hallway was dark. Like she wanted to close up this woman, right? And yeah. so she let me into the toilet, took 30 seconds. I gave her back the bag of very dark yellow urine. It was quite disgusting. And she <laughs> then she then took that away. And I just thought, yeah, I'm not waiting till tomorrow morning. Because, you know, I mean, this whole kind of you have to wait. I just, no. Yeah. No, yeah. there's times where you really shouldn't be waiting. And one of them is like, if you're dripping yeah. in sweat and you have this urgency to pee and you've got lower back pain, like all the symptoms yeah. of something yeah. that might have progressed past the, oh, I'm just not, you know, I'm just peeing a bit too often stage. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, we have a, a whole different system here that is, equally infuriating and dysfunctional in different ways and requires like stealth advocacy to be able to, you know, navigate your way through without death. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, so yeah, that's the other thing is like, they tell you don't, don't wait, come, you know, Oh, this is really important. And then when you don't wait, they're like, why how aren't you here tomorrow morning? Like, cause you told me not to wait. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I didn't. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing's weird, but yeah, I mean, I think for those of you out there who may think, you know, like there's, there's any risk at all that you might have a UTI, then don't hang around, go and see a doctor. And okay. if you're a guy who thinks it's really cool to stick your tongue all the way up a woman's vagina, <laughs> Like, like, can I just tell you, like, no woman I know, like, I, we may get a lot of responses to this, like, I love that. I'm just telling you, no, no older woman I know is asking for that. No, and I don't think young women are either. I, I really don't. I mean, there might be a few. Yeah. But I, I you know, I, I think that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And I think, you know, that kind of, we can very quickly touch on it, but it did, it, you know, it did cause me to reflect like the number of times that somebody will do something where, you know, it's not painful. You're not, you're not going ouch, that hurts. Please stop. It's just not particularly enjoyable or not enjoyable. It just is what it is. It's not pushing any buttons. It's not doing anything remotely interesting. They might be getting off on it because they saw it in a porn show somewhere that some guy went all the way, you know, tried to see how far he could stick his tongue and and, and thought, oh, that looks really cool. <laughs> but for the most part, for the most part, a lot of that stuff is purely for the benefit of men to just wank over. So, yeah, right. if, you know, like if you're going to do stuff that just doesn't sit within the normal realms of what we know to be pleasure, which is, you know, uh, touch my clitoris in a way that I like and, and fuck yeah. me without like pounding the hell out of me. So I feel like my insides are a tumble dryer 
then. Well, <laughs> yes. I mean, this this brings up. I mean, we this is a, deserves its own episode, really. But just to name that. With pornography as the de facto sex education, it's really, it's just such a shame because it's not the men's fault. I mean, men behaving badly is a real thing. And, um, you know, I mean, what are they being taught? They're being taught that when they do, when they try to stick their tongue all the way up, you know, and like lick a woman's cervix for out loud that she's gonna like just you know explode in ecstasy because that's what she's doing right so it's not their fault you know yeah but you know before you do those things just say is this something that you like or how does this feel or you know which is difficult because if you know i mean look i'm like super confident and i know that even for me if somebody's like in the middle of doing that and they're you know and then they're like oh did you like that i'm really bad at saying especially in that period of postcoital happiness yeah um, not really <laughs> it's very hard it's very right. awkward, right? It is. I, I, you know, I think for me, it, if I'm going to like really focus on me going through more casual um, encounters, you know, with people that are not, you know, my one regular person, yeah. um, this is all in the past now because I'm married and we only have sex with each other. Um, I can see the benefit of that purely that your vagina gets used to a certain person's saliva and probably, probably just goes, you know, yeah. you, can start, you, you start to see the benefit of monogamy purely from a, oh, well, I don't have to worry about condoms. And if I, you know, if I don't want to, yeah. and yeah. I don't have to work, you know, it'll get used to that person's saliva and I can, you know, and they'll know that, I don't like to be pounded and all of this sort of stuff. Yeah. Right. But you know, for me, the flip side is, but fucking hell, it gets boring, but that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> yes, all of it, but you all know, but people can be creative. I just, I've just never met anybody who was creative enough over the long term. but I'm sure they exist. It's just, yeah. It's just, I'm still waiting for them to turn up in my life. There's a few on TikTok. One guy, one guy in Australia who, who seems to think that I'm just going to pop over in an Uber. <laughs> yeah. So funny. Funny look, you know, he's kind of quirky looking, but I just keep thinking, what's wrong with you guys? Like, you know, yeah. I live in London. Um, yeah. Weird. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, back in your casual sex days. Yeah. I think I just felt like it was much easier to, um, like have those conversations up front yeah. or like, so that by the time you actually get in bed, you're, there's a familiarity, you know, but that takes hanging out together for a while. And there were definitely people for whom like, it wasn't about hanging out. No, no, no. Um, and, and so you have to just kind of know that there's just going to be some stuff that's like a miss. You know, yeah, completely. 
Yeah. Completely. And sometimes it, it clicks and it's great. And every once in a while, it's like, yeah, no, this will be the last time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, speaking of actually, I'm, I'm, I'll just end here because it's so funny. So, um, so I, this guy popped up that I, I used to hang out with like 15 years ago, like maybe longer than that. And on this website and I thought, God, yeah, he's a handsome guy and we had some fun. So I got in contact with him and he just lives local. So I thought, Oh, you know, like maybe I'll reintroduce him into my life. So, um, he turned up at my door and he, and I, he was, I have to admit he was much better looking than I remembered, but then it had been a long time. Um, and, and, and we did this, the do and, and it was fun actually. And, but there were some elements of it that, and then as we were laying there, I was like, why did I, why did we stop hanging out together? And he was like, I don't, I don't know. Why did we stop hanging out together? And I said, oh, I don't know. I thought maybe you were a bit flaky or something. Used to, I, I seem to recall you used to promise me things like, oh, I'm going to Monaco next week. You should come with me. And then just like not really mean that, oh, you know, yeah, and stuff. And he was like, a, you know, like a very wealthy guy and, you know, drives now drives a Tesla, of course. Yeah. Um, but I also suspect that part of the reason was that he's quite he's quite fond of like porny dirty talk and 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 i and it was fine for the one-off experience because you know um you know the oh you're such a dirty bitch and all that and i thought no i'm you know i'm yeah of course like why else are you here? I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm, I'm here. You're here for a very specific reason. But it was really funny to, you know, it was like this kind of memory flash where I went, that, yeah, that's that was why. never my thing. That was never my thing. <laughs> and I just remembered that. And then you know, he was like, oh, we should do that again. And I was like, yeah, ma- yeah, maybe, maybe we will. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love the opportunity to like flash forward, you know? I know. It was so, how often does that happen? Like never. It was no. really those funny little experiences where I just went, oh, okay. No, uh, I, I, I've had a couple of those experiences. I, I, a couple of them come to mind. Um, and one of them was like decades later and oh, it was, yeah. it was like being with someone completely new. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, he said that to me too. Like it had been so long and it just felt yeah. like, like, God, I don't even like I don't even remember your body. Like I don't really remember you. Yeah, I yeah. Think this body was much better than I remembered it before. But it was. I think he was always in really, really good shape. And yeah, um, yeah. and you know, there was a lot about it that was fun. And also, the, the thing I wondered was whether I ever had an orgasm with him before, because I thought that previously, like fifteen years ago, I seem to recall that. He used to come too quickly for me. 
Um, and this time he didn't. And so that was good for me. <laughs> and and yeah. whatever happened to him, I don't really care. And that was fine. <laughs> but yeah, that was, so that was, that was quite refreshing and nice. But yeah, the dirty stuff, it's like, uh, 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 uh no. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. Anyway, we can close it yeah. off there because I can feel my fever start to build. Um, it sounds well, like a song, but it's not. It's, it's yeah. real. Yeah. And I hope that the doctor calls me back about this UTI or whatever else it happens to be. Maybe it's just yeah. flu. Who knows? Maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah. anyway, next week. Next week, we are talking to Paul Evans from Joe Divine about toys for the boys. I'm really excited about that because I think there's going to be a lot of curiosity about stuff in that area because a lot of guys just think there's a flashlight and probably nothing else. But Paul knows better. Oh, boy. (laughs) So that's going to be a real treat. That's going to be really fun. That's going to be really fun. All right, so you have a lovely evening. I have a lovely morning. Yes, feel better, Suzanne.